0: You are listening to the Wolf Street Report at wolfstreet.com where we tell the stories behind business, finance, and money. I'm Wolf Richter. It's Sunday, July 10th, 2022. The U.S. dollar has had one heck of a ride since it became clear that the Federal Reserve would eventually have to start tightening because inflation was beginning to rage. That inflation was beginning to rage became clear in February 2021. The Federal Reserve, at at least in public, brushed it off as transitory and it, it came up with all kinds of fake reasons why this was just a blip. But I was yelling about inflation back then and I explained why it wasn't transitory and why it wasn't a blip and lots of people were yelling about it and explaining why it wasn't transitory and certain corners of the markets knew that it wasn't transitory and we who were screaming about inflation at the time we all knew that the Fed would eventually crack down on inflation would have to crack down on inflation and it would do so by tightening its monetary policy and it would end its asset purchases it would hike interest rates and it would start quantitative tightening. And the currency markets knew it too. In February 2021, that infamous February, when many of the crappiest stocks peaked and then collapsed by 80 or 90 percent, in that February 2021, the U.S. dollar made a U-turn against the big currencies that are traded freely, including the, the euro and the yen. At the time, so so back in February 2021, it took $1.20 to buy 1 euro. Since then, the dollar has surged against the euro. On Friday morning, it took just about exactly $1 to buy 1 euro. Last time this parity occurred was in 2002. The dollar has also surged against the the Japanese yen. On Friday, it took over 136 yen to buy 1 dollar. The exchange rate has been around 136 since late June. You have to go back to the late 1990s to find those exchange rates. The Federal Reserve maintains a broad dollar index that that includes the currencies of the 22 largest trading partners of the U.S., so not only the euro and the yen, but also the Chinese renminbi, the Mexican peso, the Hong Kong dollar, the Canadian dollar, the Brazilian real, the Thai bot, etc., 22 of them. For this broad dollar index, the currencies are weighted by the trade volume with the United States. And there is an inflation-adjusted version of this broad dollar index, the so-called real broad dollar index. This index goes back to 2006, and by the end of June, it had spiked to the highest level since the beginning of the index in 2006. Since February 2021, it has gained 11%. The dollar's sharp rise since February last year has had a significant impact on inflation because we've been running a huge trade deficit in goods with the rest of the world. And and this trade deficit spiked to an all-time high in the first quarter this year. Import prices have shot up too, but the dollar has softened uh, the, the price spike of those imports. In the eurozone and in Japan, their beaten down currencies have caused import prices to surge even more than in the United States. So the dollar has helped contain the raging inflation in the United States. This raging inflation, which has been over 8% uh, for the past few months and based on the consumer price index, would have been even higher if the dollar hadn't gained that much strength since February 2021 when this raging inflation started. The United States produces a lot of commodities, including crude oil, petroleum products, and natural gas, and and food commodities, and metals, etc. But it imports a huge amount of high-value goods, including gobs of consumer goods from cell phones to cars and, and components, electronic products, industrial products, appliances, you name it. For example, Boeing's troubled 787 Dreamliner is assembled in the United States, but many of the parts and components are manufactured in countries around the world and imported. Automakers that assemble vehicles in the United States import many components from other countries. And uh, this is on top of the large volume of high-dollar finished products that are imported. This is how the United States gets to have this huge, gigantic trade deficit. And uh, those goods are paid for in dollars. And when the dollar strengthens, it reduces the bite of price increases that are now cascading around the world. The exchange rate, uh, such as the dollar versus the euro, is a result of market action in in the vast currency market. Currencies are traded against each other, and there's a huge amount of speculation going on, including with uh, currency-based derivatives and hedging from uh, retail day traders on up to uh, gigantic trading houses. And so exchange rates fluctuate from one second to the next. Then there is a separate action that impacts uh, currencies and everything denominated in those currencies, and that's inflation. Inflation reduces the purchasing power of that currency in its own country. The dollar's purchasing power in the U.S. has been getting whacked by this raging inflation. Everyone knows what this means. You have to pay more dollars for the same goods and services that you're buying. These two dynamics, the exchange rates and the purchasing power of the currencies in their own countries, they don't necessarily move in the same direction short term. Exchange rates are determined by trading in the massive currency market. Inflation has other causes. So why has the dollar been surging against the euro and the yen when there is so much inflation in the United States? Well, for one, uh, there is now the same raging inflation in the eurozone as in the United States. And and in in some eurozone member states, uh, inflation is much worse in the double digits. And in a couple, it's over 20 percent, which is a horrible number. And even in Japan, inflation is not taking off. And two, the Fed has been on a tightening path since earlier this year and and now on a fairly aggressive tightening path with uh, rate hikes of 75 basis points and quantitative tightening. But both the European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan are still maintaining negative interest rates. The ECB will kick off tightening with the first rate hike of 25 basis points this month and a, a bigger rate hike in September with QT. Uh, There are now some ECB governors talking about an aggressive rate hike in September. One of them just now said that the ECB should hike by one and a quarter percentage points in September, which would be huge. The Bank of Japan for now has vowed to not tighten policies, but that too could change if the yen continues to skid lower. Japan is already running a big trade deficit, in part due to the plunge of the yen, and uh, that makes imports a lot more expensive. And Japan imports a huge amount in energy commodities, food commodities, other materials, and lots of components and finished goods, including consumer electronics and, and all kinds of stuff. So, central bank tightening is uh, generally supportive of the exchange rate of the currency, and the Fed got there long before the ECB will get there, and the Bank of Japan is still stubbornly stuck in its old ways. The Bank of Japan might eventually be compelled to follow. And other major trading partners of the United States, except China, have already embarked on rate hikes, and massive rate hikes in some cases, such as Brazil. And this tightening drama in other countries will eventually start to impact exchange rates and the dollar might then reverse and lose some ground again. Hedge fund manager Stanley Druckenmiller said about a month ago that early tightening by the Fed boosted the dollar but that there's nothing exceptional about the U.S. economy and he added, I will be surprised if sometime in the next six months I'm not short the dollar. Which means... He's getting ready to bet against the dollar. The dollar is trading at precariously high levels. And historically, when it traded at precariously high levels against other major currencies, it got knocked back down, and sometimes by a lot. And this is likely to happen again at some point. Maybe not tomorrow or in July or in August, but it's likely to happen as the ECB starts trying to catch up with the Fed. There would be nothing special about the dollar reverting to the middle of the 20-year trading range against the the major currencies. It has done that before, and and in the past, it overshot on the way down. And if the dollar exchange rate reverts back to the middle of the range or lower, then something else will happen automatically. It will remove the lid that the strong dollar had put on inflation. The weaker dollar will throw some new fuel on inflation in the United States via import prices, particularly high value finished goods and components. And just when inflation in durable goods might be abating, then there will be this new fuel thrown on top of it, the weaker dollar. The exchange rate has a delayed impact on pricing of imported goods. Many of these prices are negotiated in dollars months in advance, so a stronger dollar would feed only gradually into consumer price inflation in the United States, and it might happen later this year and and, uh, then more intensively next year. And just when people expect that inflation in durable goods would somehow peter out, there would suddenly be this additional fuel for more inflation. It's unlikely that this raging inflation would somehow quickly subside below 5% now that inflation has gotten solidly entrenched in services where nearly two-thirds of consumer spending ends up. And, and uh, these year-over-year CPI rates fluctuate. They, they always do, and sometimes by quite a bit. But just when they look like they're headed back into the acceptable range, they resume surging. And we're going to see some of that. We're going to see CPI rates drop some. And then they will resurge. And there will be lots of reasons for it. But uh, part of the resurgence will be due to the dollar as it loses ground against other major currencies. This was the Wolf Street Report at WallStreet.com, where we tell the stories behind business, finance, and money. I'm Wolf Richter. Thank you for listening and for sticking it out here all the way to the bitter end.